your girl dr roy welcome to jelly podcast where we discussed all things god everything that concerns god concerns us to learn more visit us at www.jellyinc.org let us pray dear heavenly father we thank you lord we magnify your name for who you are we thank you for this beautiful morning and we thank you for being here with us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Yes, dear leaders, we are studying the book of John. We are up to chapter three, starting at verse 16 today. For God so loved the world. That's the heading for this section here. For God so loved the world hello 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 for god so love the world hello hello for it mm, 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 mm. i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited for god so love the world and i i am in the world i am in the world jellyers you are in the world jellyers you are in the world and for god so love the world praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord for god so love the world that he gave hello he gave did you guys get this for god so loved the world that he gave he gave you know keep that word keep that word okay consider this word consider this word. this is like the key word he gave consider what giving means. he gave his only son he gave he gave he gave. some of us when we give we're ready to take back when we give we give with reservation when we give but god give his son will you give your son for the world jellyers will you give your son for the world for god so loved the world that he gave the word is give here the word is give he gave his son that whatever whoever Actually, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Jellyers, here we have it. We have it. We have it. We see the book of John is taking us step by step on how salvation works, on what to do to be saved, what to do to be saved. We also see consequences as well on what to do to be saved. There we have it, jailers. there we have it. 
We have it, jailers. We have it. Whoever believes in him should not perish. Hello, hello, hello. Whoever believes in him, hello, we're not perishing in Jesus' name. We're not perishing. There is no perishing. There is no condemnation for those who are in the Lord. Hello, hello. Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Hello, eternal life. E Listen, there's this expression again, eternal life. God gave for us. See, when God gives, man, he gives big. When God gives, he gives big. He gives you things that will last unto eternity. Don't forget that, jailers. When God gives you something, in fact, you only want things that are from the Lord. If it's not from God, then what's the big deal? Uh, it's only, it's ephemer. It's going to be here today and gone tomorrow. But when he gives you something, it lasts unto eternity. God gave his only son. If you and I believe in him, we should not perish. But instead, we will have eternal life. Jailers, I decree and declare eternal life, life upon your lives. Yep. I decree and declare eternal life upon your lives. Hello, 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 hello. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God gave his son for that purpose. Verse 17 says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. You know, some people, unfortunately, they say, oh, Jesus came. He the enemy want to make us believe that Jesus came to condemn us because he is a just God. He's a just God. We also saw last time that he also comes with a whip that for those who do not obey, who do not want to listen, just like a loving father who disciplines his children when they misbehave, when they, when they don't do right. But the enemy will use that to make us think that, oh, he came to condemn the world. No, he did not come to condemn the world. He came to save the world so that the world would have eternal life. I am grateful for the whip, in, in fact, I am so grateful for the whip of, of, of God that when I do wrong, he disciplines me. Because I remember a time when I was not taking my spiritual life, my holy life seriously. And then the Lord was like, well, there will not be a heaven with a little bit of hell in it. Listen, that kind of like quickened me so fast. I was like, oops. That means I have to be, I have to take my spiritual life seriously. This holy life that I want to live, I want I have to take it seriously. When I'm when I was not taking it seriously, he's like, well, listen, there will not be a heaven with a little bit of hell in it. Jail ears, know that also. We have to take our spiritual life seriously. We cannot be sinning here and there and be holy here and there. No, either we're holy or we sinners. Jesus came so that he takes away your sin. So don't be, don't be dwelling in sin and thinking you're holy at the same time. It, oh, it's okay. It's just a little bit. It's okay. I don't do it often. No, 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 no. There will not be a heaven with a little bit of hell in it. That means either you're all holy or, or you're all wicked. 
either we are all holy jailers or we are all wicked. We all holy, we get eternal life. But guess what? Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Family is very patient with us. Is very patient with us. Don't despair, okay? Don't lose hope. Don't think that, oh, how can I, how can I do that? I tried. No, you don't worry. Just stay in the word. Just stay in the word. Allow the Holy Spirit to take his dwelling in you. And then he'll lead you into all righteousness. It's not you who's going to do this. All God wants is your willingness. He just wants you to be willing. He just wants you to want it. And even when you can't want it, when you're not willing, say, God, please help me to, to be willing. See, he's doing it all. He's doing it all. If it were for me, I wouldn't be get up. I would not be getting up early in the morning and doing this. I'd be sleeping. Sleeping is so sweet. Sleeping is good. I'd be sleeping right now. That's how I know I'm not the one doing this. It's the Holy Spirit of God. It's the heavenly family who's doing this with through, through me, who's doing this for me. It's not me. I just surrender my body unto the Lord. You understand? I just surrender my body unto the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't despair when you make a mistake. Just don't love the mistake. Just ask forgiveness for it. Last time I was making mistakes and I, and I was like acknowledging my mistake. And I was invited to participate in a prayer um, revival that was taking around the world. And when the moment came, I was praying. Of course, I was at home. I was praying and nothing was happening. I was like, wait a minute. You know, as a prayer warrior, when I'm praying, I know when things are happening. I would get out of the prayer and saying, thank you, Lord, and shouting praise and things like that, because I know something is happening as I pray. But that time I was praying, nothing was happening. It was like, like so dry, like nothing. I didn't feel the spirit moving at all, nothing. And so, of course, I stopped praying because nothing is happening. And then after a while, the Lord was like, well, don't just, don't just acknowledge your sin. You must confess your sin. Okay, JLEers, in case you didn't know that, when you sin, don't just say, oh, I sinned. That was not right. I sinned. No, don't just say that. Don't just Oh, I sin. Uh, I shouldn't do that anymore. I, I sin. Don't just do that. It's good to acknowledge it, but you have to confess it to God. Say, God, please forgive me and help me not to do that again. You understand? As many times as you sin, say, God, please forgive me. I have sinned against you. Help me not to do that again. Don't just acknowledge it, but also confess it. Okay? You must confess the sin. All right. So now, for God did not send Jesus in the world to condemn the world, okay? But in order that the world might be saved through him. Why does he say the world does so that the world might be saved? How come he doesn't say just so that the world is saved? Period. The world is saved. Period. Because we have choices. We have choices, JLEers. You can choose to be saved and you can, you can choose not to be saved. It's your choice. It's your choice. There's two sides. You can choose Jesus or you can choose the enemy's side. It's your choice. See, Jesus, God is a gentleman. Jesus is a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on anybody. 
but the enemy doesn't care. The enemy will just enter to the window. He will enter to the cracks. He will enter in the form of a, of a, of a, of a um, roach, of a millipedes through the cracks of your house. He'll enter. But Jesus, no, Jesus is knocking. He's saying, open if you like it. If you don't like, he's not going to force himself. So might be saved. So if we want to be saved, we will be saved. We're going to get on the side of Christ. We're going to open our hearts unto Jesus and let him come in. We're going to study the word religiously, consistently. We're going to study the word. We're going to genuinely get to know Jesus so that he can baptize us with the Holy Spirit. Some of us think baptizing in the water was enough. Like I said yesterday, the water, baptizing in the water is not enough. When your pastor or whoever baptized you in the water, that was not enough. You need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and that only Jesus can do that for you. Because when we go inside the water, we go as a wet sinner and comes out as a dry sinner. Like I also told you guys yesterday, you know, it, it kind of like puzzled me why is it that when I, after I got baptized, dipped in the water, I wasn't, bam, holy all of a sudden. I couldn't believe myself. I was still sinning. I still had unrighteousness, like, in my life. I still, like, was, let's just pretty much say, it, like, wicked still. People, I wasn't, like, an obvious wicked person, but I was still wicked. I was still sinning. I came out of the water. Why was, you know, I was baptized. I got out of the water. You know, why wasn't I, bam? holy no it took years it took time it took time it took time studying the word praying and and persistent being persistent we have to persist in this just like everything else in life we have to persist in this it's a fight it's a fight and jesus is fighting with us jail years make the choice today to be saved, receive eternal life. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already. Jailers, the fact that you wake up early this morning to do this, meaning you're seeking the truth, you're seeking God, you're seeking the truth, you're seeking Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. If you're seeking with all your hearts, you will find him. The word of God says, if you seek him with all your hearts, you will find him. However, if you seek him with not all your hearts, you will not find him, unfortunately. All right? If you believe, if we believe, whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned because there is no other way to salvation. God will not share his name, his title of savior with no one. Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, the only savior. There is no other. The only savior. He will not share his title of savior with no one. So those who do not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. 
you can you you can you can discern who is saved by what they tell you about Jesus, by their their faith or lack of faith in Jesus. If they don't believe in Jesus, forget it. Oh, I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus. Well, sorry about that, but the word of God says that person is condemned already. Because there is no other way to be saved. There is no other way to get to God, but through Jesus. There is just no other way. The Bible is clear. There is no other way. Oh, let me let me find my own way. What own way are you finding? What, what does that mean you find? There's no other way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. Jailers, my lovelies, there is no other way. Let me do it my way. Let me find my own way. Let me do it the way I feel like. There is no other way. There is no other way. It, it is as simple as that. If we believe that, see the fact that we, we want to do it our own way, we're finding another way, let me do it my way. It's a sign that we don't believe in the only son of God because there is no other way. He's the only one. God doesn't have another, another only son. It's only Jesus. God doesn't have another only son. It's only Jesus. Because he has not believed in the name of the son, that's why he's condemned already. And this is the judgment, of course. Like I told you guys, uh, any good parent will discipline a child that he loves. This is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. Excuse me. Wow. The light has come into the world. Jailers, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the light of the world. The light has come into the world. And people love the darkness rather than the light. And the reason they love the darkness rather than the light is because their works were evil. They were living unrighteous lifestyle. They were on drugs. They were taking alcohol. They were living. They were misusing men and women, you know, and not using men and women according to how God would have it done. They were prostitutes. They were all kinds of liars and thefts and, and thieves and, 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 and what a murderers. They're, they're, oh man, uh, they, they were like self-worshippers, idolaters, witchcraft people. They, 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 their lives were evil. They were disobedient to God's will, to God's word. They would not do the word of God. They would speak it, but they would not do it. Some of them didn't even bother to speak it, right? Their, their works were evil. 
That's why they, 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 they would not accept the light because after a while being in the darkness so long, they got accustomed to the darkness in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. I'm asking for my people right now to repulse, to, to Father God in Jesus name, Father God in Jesus name. Put a bad taste in their mind, in their mouth, in their bodies for the darkness. Allow them to repulse the darkness, to repulse the evil lifestyle, to repulse those secret lifestyle that they live in because they know it's not right in the eyes of God. Help them, dear God, help them. When they taste the alcohol, they know they're not supposed to taste. When they taste the smoking, whatever that is that they're smoking, the hookah, whatever those things that are out there, those drugs, whatever, let them vomit until they can't even take it anymore. Let their body repulse these things and, oh, ew. Father, show them that you love them by disciplining them. Show them, dear God, that you love them by disciplining them. Which you're already doing, I believe. Save your people, dear God, by any means not necessary. I'm asking you, Lord, to save your people by any means necessary. If, you, if they have to puke every time, I remember, you know, how we are married. Of course, we married. This is something that God wants, that we married very good. Praise the Lord. That is a good thing to be married. But at the same time, the enemy finds a way to soil our marriage bed. Sometimes it's through uh, oral sex and other type of wicked sexual things, sexual behaviors, even in our own bed, bedroom, in our marriage bed. And um, ignorantly, you know, things were happening in my own bedroom with my own husband, even though we married, it's, it's you know, it's instituted, instituted by God and it's a good thing. But at the same time, like I said, the enemy is still infiltrating our homes. And so, I'm going to share this with you guys. I'm sharing it with the world. I'm, I'm aware of that. And my spouse was into all sex. So we've been doing that like for years, for years. I never knew anything was wrong with it. But guess what? When you surrender your life unto the Lord and you allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life, guess what happened? He will lead you to all truth. You understand? He will lead you to all truth and help you get rid of anything wicked in your life. And so it gets to a point where every time my husband would do that, I would have an itch for, for a whole month. For a whole month. Every time he would do that, I would have an itch. And I had no idea what the reason was. I thought it was, I was allergic to something. I thought I was allergic to his medication when he, I don't know, but I thought I was having, I would have an itch. God was saving me by any means necessary. If he has to give you an itch, 
if he has to make you puke your heart out because you're putting the wrong things in your body, let it be, dear God. Let it be. Let it be. Save your people by any means necessary. You are this loving. God loves us this much. Sometimes he has to reprimand us. He has to punish us. I would have an itch for a whole month. But every time I would have my period, then the itch would go away. The power of the blood again. Praise the Lord, the power of the blood right there. And so when it happened again, I would have an itch. I didn't understand. I, I was like, what's going on? I, I didn't know that what was causing the itch. And like I told you guys, remember, every time God reveals to you a uh, uh, gives you a diagnosis, he will also give you the cure. And so <clears throat> one day I was reading, he led me to the word sodomy. I was like, what? And then the, the spirit of God tells me, this action is sodomy. I went and looked up, looked up the word. This action is sodomy. And th th this, th th these things, this and other stuff was part of the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah. I remember who was, who was burned down. God burned down that city because there were such sinners, so wicked people in the, in the way that they live, that God had to destroy the city. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And the act of doing oral sex and many other kind of sexual sin is sodomy, is sodomy. And Sodom, the people in Sodom, they were like gay and lesbian. They were like committing all types of crazy, sinful stuff. They were living this kind of lifestyle. All sex is sodomy. It is a sin. Even though you marry, which is a holy sacrament, but don't perform that thing on your, on, in your, on your marriage bed. Don't do it. If God has to give you an itch or something else to get you to stop doing it, so be it. Now, guess what? When God revealed that to me, guess what? I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I had to take steps to make sure that never happened again. So I'm sharing this experience with you guys. It's not to tell you that I've always got it going on. I'm not saying, I'm not like, you know, doing this because I'm like always, no, I, I, I didn't always have it going on and I still don't, all, don't have it all going on. Every day God is still revealing things to me. By his grace, he also gives me the willing heart to surrender those things onto him because there will not be a heaven with a little bit of hell in it. Be holy as your father in heaven is holy. Be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. There will not be a heaven with a little bit of hell in it. So we gotta put aside our evil work, works, put aside our evil works, accept Jesus today, believe in him, and receive eternal life. Come out of the darkness and into the light. The darkness are those things, the oral, oral sex, the gay and lesbian lifestyle, the alcohol, the smoking, the hookah use, 
the 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 the, the drugs, the heroin, the whatever, the evil music, the evil excuse me, the evil movies that we watch. Those are still things that are that worship the enemy. That's the thing. The enemy doesn't tell you that when you do that, you're worshiping him, but that's that's worshiping the enemy right there. Every time we sit in front of a TV and watch a, a wicked movie, we're worshiping Satan. We, we, we're presenting a sacrifice to him without us knowing. Remember, the Bible says, my people are perishing for lack of knowledge. Our ignorance will hurt us. Our ignorance, dear years, will hurt us. Let us not be ignorant. Study the word. Let God, so that God could reopen your eyes, so you know, okay? All right, now verse 20 says, for everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Jailers, you got it. You got it, Jailers. You got this. You got this. You got this, Jailers. Wow, wow. Let us come to Jesus. Let us believe in him. Remember, there is no other way to God but to Jesus. Jesus is the way, the only way. He is the only son. He is the only one that God gave for us. Some of you may not know this. When Jesus came, Jesus came in the flesh. That means before that he wasn't flesh, right? When he came into the world, the word, the word, as we have seen at the beginning of this chapter of this book, the book of John, the word was made flesh. That's when the word wasn't flesh before. Before he came, before Jesus came into the world, the, he wasn't flesh. But he was he, he was made flesh to come and live among us so that he can teach us. So that he can show us how to live the life that we need to live. And he, after resurrection, he went back to heaven. Guess what? He didn't go back to heaven in spirit only. He, he went back to heaven and still in the flesh. Still in the flesh with the bruise in his hand, the nail pierced hand he had. He still have these things. That means when God gave his son, his son will never be the same again prior to him coming to this world. That's what it means when God gave. That's when Jesus is in heaven right now, ministering before the throne room of God on our behalf every time we sin. He's ministering as a as a as a as a fleshly being just like us with the bruised hand god truly gave his son his son his will never be the same again jesus looks like us right now in heaven he's not just a spirit being like the holy spirit who lives inside of us he's like us with the flesh. He will never be the same again. That's what it means to give. That's when he gave his son. His son changed. He's, he's, he's whatever, how do I say, his being whatever changes forever. 
forever, eternally. There's the word eternal again, eternally. Jesus is not a spirit in heaven. He has flesh just like us. But before he came, before he was made flesh, he was a spirit. So God did that for us. If we believe this, he incarnated and live among us, died for our sins and resurrected and live in heaven again. He's doing, he's still doing this for our sins because every time we sin, he's like, Father, Father, please forgive them. Forgive them, Father. Remember the blood. Remember the blood. He's showing the, the, the Father his pierced hand. Remember the blood. I will tell you more about God the Father later on, hopefully during the study. That God the Father does not do sin. He does not tolerate sin whatsoever. Had it not been for Jesus. Remember I tell you guys, God's compassion and mercifulness and loving kindness, all these things are hid in Christ. It's through Christ we get these things. It's through Jesus Christ we get compassion. We, we get God's compassion. We get to see his loving kindness, his mercifulness. It's through Christ Jesus. Dearly listeners, you got this. I know you got this. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise and magnify your name for this beautiful message this morning. Father, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, all my jelly listeners, all jellyers out there, Father, in Jesus' name, save them by any means necessary. If you have to give them an itch, give them an itch. If you have to make them puke, make them puke. But save them, dear God, by any means necessary. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen.